0: What are you excited about that's coming to TV? What are you watching on TV? It's The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn right here on My Talk and it's time for a little boobs on tubes.
1: Boobs on tubes. What are you watching? Boobs on tubes. Boobs on tubes. What are you watching? Boobs on tubes.
2: I am so excited. Jillian Anderson is coming to my television again and I Could not be happier. What? It's true, Don. I don't know how much of a fan you are of Gillian Anderson, um, but I fell in love with her again on The Crown. Mm -hmm. Of course, we grew up loving Gillian Anderson if you were a fan of The Mm X-Files, which I think was truly one of the most groundbreaking television shows of my generation. Uh, But she is on the big screen yet again, this time in a Netflix film, a film on the Netflix I can't remember I was trying to think last night when was the last time you watched a movie on Netflix because I'm so often just watching TV shows Oh,
0: yeah, yeah
2: this film which here's what piqued my interest It it tweaked my interest kind of like, you know, tweak tweak Uh, (laughs) Ouch uh, Crown director Philip Martin that is the TV show the crown from Netflix uh is behind, or I should say, is behind this film that Gillian Anderson is going to be in. And then, when I heard that this film is all about none other than, wait for it, Prince Nasty. Ew!
1: Ew. Ew. But not just
2: Prince Nasty, that is Prince Andrew, for those of you who aren't regular listeners to the show. It is that BBC Newsnight's interview of Prince Nasty. It was a very, if you guys weren't around at the time, or you weren't paying attention, we were riveted to the interviews. The first time that Prince Nasty sat down and talked about the allegations made against him by none other than Virginia Roberts Jufre, who has since come to a huge financial settlement with Prince Andrew, the son of the late Queen of England. And her allegations were that he engaged in sexual behavior when she was just a teenager and that she had been sex trafficked or trafficked Via a sexual nature to the prince because of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. So caught up in that whole thing. But this interview was the first time that he spoke on the record about it. And the interview was crap. It was horrible. It was terrible. Not because of the interviewer, but because Prince Andrew just couldn't give a good answer to any of her questions. Mm-hmm. And this film is literally about that interview. And I could not be more excited.
0: <gasps> oh. That sounds so good. So we're going to have somebody. uh, So she's playing the interviewer.
2: She's playing the woman, Emily Maitlis, uh, who did the interview in the film is called Scoop. And I believe it's arriving later this month or it might be March, actually, now that I say it. But within this within this film, you're also going to see some other people that you're familiar with. Keely Hawes, Billy Piper, Rufus Sewell. Billy Piper, of course, if you love Doctor Who, she was she was way back. I mean, way back. Oh
0: my gosh, that's who that is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I do remember her.
2: So again, great cast, great director, great topic. I am here for the scoop. I was going to play the, the trailer for you, but it's kind of pointless because it's just a lot of dramatic music. And then like two words of Jillian saying like, uh, you know, your Royal Highness, Like, like that's three words. Okay. But, um, it really doesn't, there's no point in that. Uh, still, the trailer has me totally, totally hooked.
0: It's going to be, I think it's going to be great. Is it on, it's on Netflix? Yep, I'm Netflix. Assuming? Yeah. And she was so great as Margaret Thatcher. I mean, I just in couldn't believe it was her. It was just so amazing. You she's couldn't a, believe
2: that it was Margaret or that it was Jillian.
0: That it that Jillian was in that role. And it's yeah. just like. She's shocking. an amazing actress
2: and people don't know this about her, but she was raised between both the United States and England. And she speaks. Ooh, ooh, she, when I heard her doing Margaret Thatcher, we had this whole thing on the Gosh. show back in the day, day where it was like I didn't realize that she had such a good British accent. Well, she doesn't do a great British accent; that's just her accent. Yeah, it's just that we are so used to hearing her also equally very good American accent because she spent time as a child in the United States. Yes, and then went back and forth. But
0: <laughs> it's just one of those. It's people. her native
2: language or yeah. her native accent. Right. It's just that we're not used to hearing. Actors be bi bi delectical I don't know what that would what that technically would would amount to. I like that word. But this is just she has the ability to speak with a British accent because she's She's British. British. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and I I didn't know that before um, that season of The Crown. Yeah, that's very cool. There was another thing that you wanted to talk about that looks really cool.
2: Yeah, it's Um, another Netflix thing. It's called Three Body problem. Mm-hmm. And again the trailer is just a lot of like so we'll put the trailers up on our show links page. Uh I played this for Don Mike. I think you might like this. It's very sci-fi and it's based on a series of best-selling novels, Three-Body Problem that is the number 3 and then B O D Y Problem. And uh this is from the creators of Game of Thrones on Netflix. They've also got Um, some other really just amazingly talented people connected to this show. But it is is described as a, quote, thrilling story that redefines sci-fi with its layered mysteries and genre-bending high stakes based on the acclaimed international best-selling trilogy, The Three-Body Problem. I'll give you just the quick thumbnail. A young woman's fateful decision in 1960s China reverberates across space and time to a group of brilliant scientists in the present day. As the laws of nature unravel before their eyes, five former colleagues reunite to confront the greatest threat in humanity's history.
0: Oh my god! But it looks
2: like really good production. Like it's just, and the sound quality and just like the, it just, you know, it got me hooked last night when I watched the trailer for it again. That's called Three Body Problem. It premieres on March twenty first on the Flex.
0: Oh, there's things are stacking up here on Netflix. There's too much to watch.
2: No, oh there's gosh. never too much to watch because you will always <laughs> have either an illness or a plane flight to catch up.
0: That's true. Yes, um, I saw an ad at this during the Super Bowl that I thought, oh my gosh, I really want to see that series it's a new series on fx um and it is shogun which there was a there, it's based on a book series there was actually a movie in 1980 i remember a long time ago with richard chamberlain in it but here is a clip of part of this new series on fx death
3: is the only punishment here
2: i have not told you my family name but it is well known in japan Many years ago, a great injustice stole everything from me. I've learned one truth that enemies are everywhere and friends nowhere. To show your true heart is to risk your life. Because death can come for us at any moment.
1: That's a lot of death. Oh,
0: that sounds very, very good. so I am what, why really are you excited, excited about, about it? That. Um I think it look it's the way it's shot looks really beautiful. Um I really love whenever they've taken like a movie from the eighties and expanded on it. And, and you know, going back, I, I plan on trying to find the original movie so that I can see what they did with that because the eighties were a thing. <laughs> they were a time. <laughs> the eighties were
2: indeed a thing.
0: They were a thing. They Don't had, undersell it. They would you know, so I, I'm I'm Glad to see that the story is being retold, and, um, and yeah, it's coming up on FX, I think, the 27th
2: fabulous Mike is there anything in the hopper for you that you're excited about
0: Ooh, not I
1: mean,
2: really not particularly Shogun I saw that that looks
1: really really good I'm yeah. still trying to pick my brain up because I just realized that Gillian Anderson was playing Margaret Th- Thatcher in that movie and that I did not her. realize it was her until my, you gosh. guys just brought it up that which is, so is awesome. awesome which my shows bone. you how amazing she was as it yeah because I'm just like oh this is an interesting actress who I've never seen before this is an awesome role for her Like I, I, it. Was no one I love her. that
2: I love I that I love that absolutely at all
0: she would love love to hear that let's call her so
2: good you you have her number girl (laughs) someone tells me you don't have her number um okay so lots on tv we'll put the links on our show links page if you want to watch the trailers if you forgot or didn't get a chance to hear the things that we mentioned again the scoop the film on netflix about the prince andrew interview three-body problem that sci-fi series coming to netflix and shogun from fx when we come back here on The Adventures of Bradley and Don. Don, you saw a movie. Yeah. And you were going to tell us about
0: it. I sure will. All
2: right, Don's movie reviews. When we come back, right here on My Talk
0: site or app. It's Don McLean for David and his team at First Equity Mortgage. Uh, when I mo- moved to Minnesota, I went to David's office knowing nothing about buying a home and by the time I left I was confident it was actually possible for me and I could start looking the very next day he got my ducks in a row as he always says. Now first time home buyers don't go anywhere else. He'll make it very simple for you and be with you every step of the process. And those thinking about refinancing, my partner did that two years ago and he was amazed that David beat his bank's rate and like I said David was in communication with him the whole time. Some customers who've worked with David's team, Paul and Kinley, they said about one of David's loan officers named Peter, we'll be back when it's time to upgrade. He went above and beyond 11 out of 10 rating. That is just awesome. Thank you so much to Paul and Kinley. So do what dozens of my talkers have done. Call David and his team at First Equity 763-251-8000 or my talk keyword David. Well, I saw a romantic movie. You That's saw a weird. romantic movie? <laughs> yeah. That for me is a really weird thing because I'm not really into romantic movies.
2: Oh yeah, you don't like rom coms. Yeah. Because you just you think romance is overrated.
0: No, I just think that the way it's packaged sometimes is a little cliche and I kinda roll my eyes. I got
2: news for you, honey. <gasps> romance is cliche.
0: Oh well. This, but why? this one is fantastic.
2: You saw a movie about romance and thought it was fantastic. I don't? did.
0: It's called Past Lives. It's uh, up for Best Picture at the oh, yeah. Oscars. And um this is distributed by A24. It was a Sundance movie last January. A twenty four got a hold of it, and that's why we, you know, it was distributed. Um, the budget was only twelve million on the film, okay, and it made twenty three million at the box office. Wow, and it's so good. What
2: did you like about it?
0: What I loved is the storyteller, who actually, her, uh, the woman who wrote it, Celine Song. Uh, this is semi autobiographical about her, and it's about two people who meet when they're 12 and they're like sweethearts, but then one of them has to move away to New York mm-hmm. or it has to move away to the United States. And then you see them 12 years later and then you see them 12 years after that. So it's like their lives and how they have moved on from each other, but then they keep coming back to each other. Oh, that's sweet. And, um, I just, I thought that it just gave me such a warm feeling and, it just, I've never seen two actors show like unrequited love or desire more than these two. And I'm shocked that they're not nominated for actor and actress. Mm, okay. So there are things that don't happen that you see them just like it's silence and they're just standing there looking at each other and it is palpable. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, <sighs> you just don't know what to do. You're like, are you going to kiss her? What's going to happen? You know? And, um, it was just such a bittersweet movie. I'm so glad it was at least put into the best picture category. But I'm a little disappointed that Celine's song isn't nominated for best director. Yeah. And the and the great actors.
2: Because I think the implication being that you don't think it's going to win best picture.
0: Um, I think it would be wonderful if it did. It was that good. Yeah. It's really... MC loved it, too. We are like, God, I loved that. It was so amazing. Actually, Did Roland, you stream
2: it, or did you see it in the theater?
0: I went to the theater and saw it. I was really glad that it came back to theaters, because it went away for a while, but now, since the Oscars are coming around, you'll see some of the movies coming back. Um, Roland, How long is it? Um, it's an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, well, that's not bad. It doesn't feel like it at all. Yeah. The actor who plays the The lead male actor, Tao Yu, he is so good at showing through the screen nervousness and uncomfortableness. You know, just like he still remains... It's almost like he was able to capture the 12-year-old self that was played by the 12-year-old actor and put it into his adult self. Like, you see him through the years, and I. I've, it's just fantastic. Yeah. It's so good. And just... You know, both of their characters, they really flesh out the characters. They also really make you fall in love with New York City. Or if you never have been in love with the idea of New York City, that's sure. there. Yeah. And also, uh, life in Seoul, South Korea. Like, world building is really important, I think, in a movie. And these are real world places. But sometimes you just don't see the city as a as a character. And I think that part of it is being since it's showing two people that are so far apart, she really does make each city almost a character in mm. and of itself. Interesting. Yeah. And
2: again, this movie is called past lives and it's past in theaters lives.
0: now. Yes. We do have a clip from it.
2: Sure. Let's listen.
0: There's a word in Korean. Inyan. It means providence or fate. you believe in that?
2: That's just something Koreans say to seduce someone.
0: What a good story this is. Childhood sweethearts who reconnect 20 years later and realize they were meant for each other. In the story I would be the evil white American husband standing in the way of destiny.
2: Shut up. He was just this kid in my head for such a long time.
0: I think I just missed him. Did he miss you? His <laughs> hey Wow, you
3: Wow.
1: Wow. <laughs> really sure how to feel
0: yeah it's like almost like a poem it's so beautiful and now that i'm just realizing the soundtrack helped that so much you know mm. oh gosh. yeah that always helps yeah, you, now
2: you saw it in the theater but it's available streaming
0: i think it is yes i think you can see it on paramount plus for free now yeah So they just made that available. Um, Have you
1: seen it yet, Mike? I have not, but I just absolutely love uh, Greta Lee from The Morning Show. She's been like my favorite part. Oh, she's she's in The Morning Show and uh, one of the best parts of it. So uh, it's... Fun to see her in something else, and I look forward to watching it. Yeah, awesome.
0: Oh yeah, uh, Mike, you're kind of a softie. I am. Yeah, you will cry.
2: Nice. <laughs> Did this but change your you mind where? about rom coms, Dawn? Well, this is really I think it's a
0: rom drom rom drum. Yeah, MC and I were talking about like. I guess it's not a. It's not just a romance movie. It's a, rom- a romance drama. movie. Romance movie. Like just it's a I drama. Guess there is a, it's a definitely a drama. Yeah. yeah. And that other voice you hear in there, that's the other main actor. And it's just a very bittersweet story, but it's also so beautifully done. i she's Celine song. I hope she does a lot more. This is a great category. I mean, this is a great movie and I wish she was nominated in for Best director. She's not the only one that wasn't nominated in best for best director. I believe the uh, director for the holdovers wasn't nominated. Well, also Greta Gerwig. And Greta Gerwig yeah, for Barbie. It's kind of weird. It's like saying like your movie was spectacular and even your actors you. were spectacular. Yeah, I mean I get it. I would you. say
2: they, they would probably push back a little bit on that and say, like, there's only so many spots. So like if every film that got best picture had best director, then yeah. you'd feel bad for other films that just can't shoehorn their way into a category but i get you know your point i think is well taken
0: you know she did win at the director's guild awards oh, she awesome. actually won best director there awesome. so i was glad to see that
2: good well thank you for that movie review dawn that's past lives available in theaters and maybe on paramount plus when we come back dawn has a question for us do you have the location tracker on your uh partner's phone so that you can see where they are at all times do you think <laughs> that's a good idea not so much we'll find out when we come back right here on the Talk
3: 1071.
0: Do you know where your husband is right now? We used to say that there were commercials in the 80s about your kids. Do you know where your kids are? It's 10
2: o'clock. Do you know where your children
0: are? (laughs) Right. And then Um, mom
2: and dad would get out and start looking and check in your bedroom and you're like, I'm trying to watch TV on the down low.
0: (laughs) Right. They're like, the porch lights are on. They should be back. Um, But nowadays you can put it's really easy to track somebody's um, location on phones and um, some people do this and some people don't. I read an article with, you know, therapists involved saying that it can be detrimental, detrimental and damaging um, if it's being used for surveillance or um, people get obsessed with like Just seeing where their partner is all the time. But it's really good for people that are like, I'm getting in an Uber right now. And I believe the Uber app gives you the option now, since they've had issues, Uber and Lyft, with sharing that information. But like for kids and things like that, I can see how that's fine. But I do know a lot of people who just, they have it all the time on their phone. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you feel about that? Would you be comfortable with that?
2: uh yeah absolutely in fact i so it's interesting that you bring this up in my family (laughs) it's just jamie and and the dog and the dog doesn't have her own iphone oh
0: she doesn't but she she does have a tracker in her it's really cute
2: um you know because pet chips yeah but um i turned because you know you can turn on your phone so like i have jamie listed as like part of the like my family and my iphone or whatever yeah And so he can see where I am at any time if he chooses to. He's like, I'm not turning that on. And I was like, okay, fine. But I'm turning mine on. He's like, why? (laughs) And I was like, because what I live in a world where there is always somebody around the corner who's ready to put me in a van and take me off to an undisclosed location.
0: Oh, safety. So,
2: So I just veer towards. But then there's other people who are paranoid. And I think he's more paranoid. Well, no, no, no. Let me correct the record. We're paranoid about different things.
0: Oh, I see. And okay. so
2: I think his paranoia is different than mine. And so he to him, he, he thinks that's a bad idea. Like he doesn't think anybody should be able to track him. Truth be told, but you I haven't, can track him. Truth be told, I haven't really like. No, he, I can't see where he is.
0: Oh, but he can see where he, you But he are. can see
2: where I am because yeah. you you determine like whether yeah. you're visible or not. OK. Um, at least on the iPhone, I don't know. There might be some other technology, but in terms of the iPhone, yeah. Like I would much rather somebody, because I think it is far more likely that I will get disappeared based on a podcast I've been listening to for the last couple of weeks about oh, this no. princess that disappeared. That's more likely than like, I, I don't know, like, somebody's cheating on someone you know what I mean like I don't think about that kind of stuff I'm not worried about that like I don't need to track Jamie to make sure he's like where he says he is
0: (laughs) listen if people want to cheat they will do it they'll just guess
2: what they're going to leave their phone at home and then they're going to go cheat exactly so I don't that but I also wouldn't I know people who do track each other and they constantly are aware of where the other person is Mm -hmm. I don't want any part of that I would turn it on and make it available, but I am not going to be looking to see where people are. Because I think that's where you would get into trouble in terms of, like, writing fiction, right? Because you'd see them in a place you weren't familiar with. They might just be getting you a Christmas present you don't know about, but now you think they're running games somewhere.
0: (laughs) Running games. (laughs) Not running games. Running
2: game. It's a very specific thing. I'm just saying, like, I... That's... while I would make it available, and I'm happy with people tracking me because I'm not really concerned where I'm going, I'm not going to engage that because I would be afraid that I would start paying way too much attention.
0: Oh, okay. What about yeah. you? Uh, I don't. I don't look and see where MC is. We we are on a family plan as far as our phones go. But you but could. I, I could, but I don't want. to. Where is he to. right now? Um, he's probably at work. You want to see? I don't think I can. If he didn't share it, you know. Oh, what I, I thought mean? you
2: said you d- you did track each other.
0: No, no, we don't track each other. Oh, okay. I think I I guess I would have the ability to since he has an iPhone and I do as well. If he let me, but I don't have any. But you're desire. saying you
2: haven't let like you you haven't let him track you or vice versa. No, yeah. I'd, I. You would have to make the effort to do it. Is my point?
0: No, I don't. Um, for me, there's. I think that there's a lot of joy in just when he's doing something, just going off by myself and like getting um, a Starbucks and going to a flea market and just doing what I want to do just and not have to answer to anyone. Not that he'd be like, why did you? He's not oh, you like think that. He
2: would be like tracking like your whereabouts and then you'd feel like you couldn't just go wherever you wanted.
0: Um, I it's not that he wouldn't do that, but it's a mutual trust type of a thing. I just wouldn't want someone to know where I am all the time. And it's not because I have anything to hide. But if he's
2: not looking to me, it's pure safety.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Some one person in this article said that they didn't like it because they want to go have secret fast food. And a lot of people said that.
2: That's hilarious.
0: Which it's like, that's the, but I think that's
2: interesting. Like that just, I mean, you know, different strokes for different folks, different relationships. People have different rules. If your rule is, if that's a thing, then I, I guess I get it.
0: Right. Uh, Some people have just been doing it their whole life. Um, By the way, if you want to get in on this conversation, 651-641-1071 and tell us what you think, if you wouldn't like it, if you would like it, or if it's caused a problem in your life, we'd love to hear it.
1: Mike, do you, do you
2: and Sarah do this?
1: Uh no, uh but it is one of those things where I wouldn't bother either one of yeah. us. I guess if we did, actually, now that I think about it, I might be able to because she actually went out of the country recently and put it on so I could just follow along, just yeah. for safety, whatever. That's I don't think she turned him, it off. Yeah,
2: when when I turned mine on, he's like, "Why did you do that?" And I was like, "Because what if I am somewhere and you need to know yeah. where I am and I have been kidnapped?" And he's like, "This is not going to happen." And I was like, but it could.
0: Every person that's been kidnapped thinks it's not going to exactly.
2: happen. Exactly. But then, you know, he's like, I mean, I, it's not like I think he doesn't want me to know where he is because he's doing something. He's just such a like, you, nobody's getting that information. Like, nobody should have. <laughs>
0: yes. And I'm just like, oh, okay,
2: but if you disappear, it's on you.
0: Well, it's funny because a couple in this article, which you, it's on our show links page, um, they they started doing it because... Her husband runs on this trail, and um, she's like, oh, I run on that trail, too. And she's like, I'm going to turn on my tracker. And he's like, why? I don't not trust you. And she said, but what if something happens to me, like I crack my head open yeah, on that exactly. running trail? or you
2: get abducted or worse.
0: Yeah, so now you know the last location I was at. So, yeah. ooh, I think we have somebody on the phone.
2: Yeah, who's on the phone, Mike? Let's
1: start with uh, Sheila. Hey, Sheila.
3: Hi
0: there. Hi. I just
3: wanted to say... My whole family—we have trackers on each other. Yeah, and it's my dad will be ninety.
0: Yeah, and we keep an eye on him. He doesn't know it, but we keep an eye on him in case he's stuck because he still drives. Oh Oh, yeah, yeah. totally understandable. That's that's, great.
2: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yes, I'm here for that
0: with
3: the job. Yeah, the jobs that all of us have, you never know if I'm going to be in an empty building and need assistance. So it's just a nice thing to have, to know that someone's
0: got your back. I hear you. Thank you for the call. Thanks, sweetie. You sound interesting.
2: What? What do you mean? It's It's like her
0: her job, and she's going to be in empty buildings, and maybe maybe she's in espionage. or...
2: Or maybe she cleans at night or something. Oh,
0: Okay. As
2: nice. she, your brain goes thought, the fact that you don't have your tracker on and your brain works the way it does blows my mind, but we'll work on that in the break. <laughs> Who else is on the phone? Mike got Stacy.
0: Hi, Stacy. Welcome to the show. Do you keep your tracker on?
3: I do. Our whole family has one. Yeah. Um, I like the people you mentioned before I run. Yeah. Um, and if I'm out alone, I want somebody to know where I am. And I have a, a college aged daughter Um, And we've always kept it on her phone just in case something comes up if she's, you know, out with friends doing things that they do uh, and and needs a ride or finds herself in a situation where she needs to get out of. And, like, my life is just not interesting enough. If somebody wants to watch where I am, go ahead.
2: I'm the same way. If you do, by all means, I'll, you know, let me know what I'm doing because I've probably forgotten.
0: That's (laughs) hilarious. Uh (laughs) Thank you for the call. Thanks,
2: sweetie.
1: And we've got uh, Elizabeth on the line as well.
0: Sure.
3: Hey, Elizabeth. Hi.
0: So are you tracking I
3: someone? you getting
2: tracked?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, I have kids, so oh. it's kind of an inherent yeah. thing when you have teenagers nowadays. But I think the way it helps our family is I don't do as much of the calling and texting. Where are you? When are you going to be home? Are you on your way? Can you do this for me? Can you stop here? I look first. Mm-hmm at the tracking thing. And then I can see like, Oh, he's almost home. No bother calling. Right. It, it eliminates my teenager from picking up the phone while he's driving or looking uh-huh. at text messages. That's yeah. smart. So I do think of it that way. Like I'm not wasting anyone's time. I'm not wasting the safety hazard of someone trying to answer the phone. Cause then I can see like, Nope, they're almost here. I'm not going to bother them. You know, that kind of thing. Gotcha. But funny story about the tracking is I started tracking my nephew because he was showing me how to do it on my phone. Yeah. And for like a year, he was at um University of Madison um, College. <laughs> and it kept showing up that he was always at the library. And so finally, I said to my sister, like, you have such a great son. He is always at the library. Like, what a great kid in college. And she <laughs> says to me, well, that's the bar in Madison. <laughs> it's called the library, is it? That's hilarious. <laughs> that's so funny. Isn't that funny? I, I gave him so much credit. I
0: thought he was. Just you thought? All well, that back. was a so g- funny. Just a
2: genius way to like does, you know.
0: Does he know that his aunt has been watching his every move? I know. I felt bad. I I took him off after
3: that. That's but hilarious. I was like, oh yeah, I yeah. gave him some props. He didn't deserve. I love it, that's Elizabeth. Great. Yeah. Thank you
2: so much for sharing. That's such such a good point too. Like when you got kids, it's like a totally oh, yeah. different math. Yeah. And And I would just be, I I do like the idea of passively observing your children or passively, I guess they would call it, um, uh, what's the words? Not spying, (laughs) uh, monitoring your children, right? And I'm sure there's a whole conversation about the ethics of that. But there does seem to be some logic behind that versus, you know, constantly engaging, like, where are you? What are you doing? Where are you? Which I think would be really annoying
0: Yeah. And a totally different conversation altogether. You're right. Like for kids and the elderly and things. Yeah. But it's like specifically your significant other. The tracking of them um, is is really was the conversation. I've seen it on some reality shows like people say, oh, you know, like he took me. I've been watching where he is for a year or, and he doesn't know. But see, that's
2: the problem to me. Like like, there's a difference between, it is a a tool available to you to use if you need it, Yeah, and you are actively monitoring your spouse's location. Like that seems like a distraction and a weird fixation that probably would exist despite the technology, meaning there are probably people who don't trust their spouses, regardless of whether or not they have the tracking tool. True. Right, so like they're That's gonna s- they're gonna spy on you
0: yeah. regardless.
2: So I just wanna
0: find my sisters and mom at the casino. Because we can never find each other if we go to the casino. Well,
2: then when you go to the casino you guys can all it, turn it on. Does it get that
0: close? Yeah. <laughs> where you can pinpoint exactly oh, where yeah. you are? Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah,
2: no, I mean i I will say also air tags, mm. like
0: Put one in someone's pocket? Well, no, I'm not
2: talking about people. I'm talking about luggage. Oh. But, like, just the the ability to see exactly where your luggage is, like, Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with the phone. Like, you will get really precise location details, which I love.
0: Yeah. So, it can be good, it can be bad, just like anything. Yeah, well,
2: like all tools... It depends on who's using them and for what purpose, right?
0: Exactly. When
2: we come back here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, uh, from location trackers to an Usher tracker, what's Usher up to? Mm -hmm. Well, we found out where he went in Vegas to get married. We'll give you that detail, not because he allows us to track him on his phone. (laughs) Also, we allegedly know why Justin didn't indulge Usher and join him on stage for the halftime show. And thirdly there was a Minnesota connection on stage with Usher <gasps> yeah. at the Super Bowl halftime show. And we'll talk about all three of those things when we come back right here on My time.
0: It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. Uh, have you decided to choose you this year sometimes you hear these (laughs) things uh, in January and February the beginning of the new year and maybe you have thought about losing weight well do it the Livia way and when you join Livia you will get personalized and doctor recommended uh, information it's tailored to your unique needs goals and lifestyle and they have people that are nutrition experts helping you along the way you go in you tell them what your goals are and then they will design a program for you I did the Olivia program. It was easy and it really works. Also, something new at Livia, they have breakthrough weight loss medication programs that are offered. So if you decide that's right for you, you can ask them about that as well. And, you know, they even make great grocery store visits easier because they can actually go to the grocery store with you. They have a program to help you shop. Isn't that cool? So three months free when you mention me, 855 go Olivia or Livia.com. Pretty sure that's J Lo and P. S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner.
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: Welcome back to the show. We've all been really excited to see what Up Usher is up to since his Super Bowl halftime performance. And uh, we've got some more information about that.
2: Yeah, there were a couple things. I just like some usher loose ends or usher dates, if you will, that I thought we could catch up with uh, or catch up on rather. And there were three things specifically. One. OK, so we talked about ushers getting married or potentially getting married at Vegas, but we didn't know like the exact details. We knew he got a marriage license, but he yeah. was also um, You know him and his significant other lady friend have been together for you know a few years now they have children and it's not a surprise so it wasn't that shocking but uh, and again her name is Jennifer Guacachia I think I'm saying that right Guacachia she like I said they've been together for a few years now according to TMZ they got all the details and even Usher's mom was there to enjoy they went to the um, oh, Vegas weddings, which I guess is not far away from the Little White Wedding Chapel in Vegas. You know that storied <laughs> yeah. institution, but this, uh, this chapel—it's actually really cute. They have the drive-through wedding experience; like, you can go in, but they've also got a drive-through. So if you <laughs> need to do it in a hurry, oh, I just—I think it's kind of awesome. Honestly. Yeah, I know people are always like, "Oh, that's so tacky." I'm here. I'm kind of I'm kind
0: of here for it., oh, that kind of stuff is like however you want to celebrate it, I'm fine,
2: yeah. whatever works for you, they uh, got the full marriage certificate and they married at Vegas weddings, literally right down the street from the white uh, va- little white wedding chapel, as I said. The ceremony was officiated by Reverend Ronald Joseph Poker Wicca. seems appropriate for Vegas. Mm-hmm. Poker Wicca. Uh, his mom, Janetta, was there. She served as the witness. I guess he claims his uh, permanent home right now, at least on the paperwork, as Vegas. Yes. Because he's been doing yes, his residency. Yes,
0: Coliseum.
2: Uh, President of Vegas Weddings, Melody Willis-Williams, told TMZ, quote, Congrats to the newlyweds. What a great game. And Usher's <laughs> performance was phenomenal. We were beyond thrilled to host in this epic day for Usher and his new wife i do kind of think like kind of just usher's moment right oh totally like in addition to having the residency he's got new music coming out he had the halftime show and now he and his good lady wife are official
0: that's really cool um i think he's at the park mgm not the um as far as because i was like maybe i should go see usher in vegas Okay, it just reminded me. Like I knew he was there because there was a lot of there were a lot of stories about him, like dancing on certain people, and then their significant others got upset just in the in the tabloids and stuff last year. But now that I've seen him on stage, you want him
2: to dance on you? Is that what you are saying?
0: No, I want to watch him from afar. Do you? Yeah, I do because I think he's a great dancer and a singer, so I think it would be an entertaining why not show. Up I close? can't. Why not up close? Number one thought. I can't afford those seats.
2: Ah, uh, how much are they?
0: <laughs> I can look, um, but I would assume. Where is he?
2: You? I, I'm sorry. You? I interrupted you. You were telling us where he actually was.
0: I think it's. Um, if it's still going on, it said Park MGM.
2: Okay, but you thought it was somewhere else.
0: Uh, yeah, I thought it was at the Coliseum. Uh-huh. But anyway, um, I don't know. I would like to go. Hopefully, there's tickets that are under a hundred dollars. I doubt it. Really? Are you kidding? For a Vegas residency, I haven't been to a show in Vegas. Well,
2: it's not so much Vegas as it is a residency, right? It's such a limited space. Oh yeah. It's not like a concert where you can just have like the nosebleed seats. Yeah. Like even like even the crappiest seats at Adele were hundreds and hundreds of dollars because there was no bad seat in that house. It was such a small venue. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know. Thanks, COVID. (laughs) <laughs> we were supposed to go, but oh, that's COVID right. knocked me out.
0: Yes. Oh, well, and what's about this Minnesota connection to Usher's performance? Yeah, like I said,
2: there were a few Usher stories that I wanted to update. That uh, was, of course, the one on the wedding. Um, I'll get to Justin Bieber in a minute, but to your story, Don, there was this Minnesota connection, and you said you knew about this. I, You'd heard about this yesterday. Um, I only learned of this this morning because I was trolling through the internet. And perhaps your listeners, you've heard the story, too, that there was a Minnesota company that was tasked with creating custom roller skates for his show. So now he does apparently the skates at his residency, Mm -hmm. the skating maneuvers. But they needed special skates for the halftime show because it presented unique staging and unique challenges uh-huh. that his regular show didn't. And so they turned to a company in Red Wing. It's a fourth generation family owned company called Rydell skates. Was it Rydell skates? I know it's Rydell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rydell skates in Red Wing. And they were tasked. Now they were, what's interesting is if you didn't see the piece, uh, Carol Levin did a piece on this. We'll put the, the interview on our show links page so you can watch it if you want to know more. Um, They got a call that was like, hey, we have a top secret project. Are you in? And um, we can't tell you details yet. And they were like, okay, sure. So, well, then they find out it's for Usher and it's for the halftime show. And they were like, yeah, we're all in. Yes. And um, as a result, they worked with another company called Flippers. Okay. Uh, which ha- ended up having an after party. So a bunch of them got to go to the after party and just oh, had like, a lot cool. of fun. But the skates themselves, if you watch the piece, you can see the skates. And they needed, when I said they were unique challenges, apparently it was um, the ability to get in and out of them very quickly. Because oh, like, like, right, you can't lace up skates in the middle of a halftime show. So they built these zippers on the side mm. so that he could just zip them off real quick.
0: That's genius, yes. But
2: they were still stable enough that you know they wouldn't come flying off while he was jumping around.
0: I thought it might have been the width of the wheels or something because they needed to make sharper turns on a smaller stage. Oh, so that's that's interesting. That yeah. it was. I'm glad because if they're used to wearing a certain type of skate during the Vegas show, to switch skates is Would, kind of like I know as right? far as the the wheels and stuff like that. I think they make ice skates too. Yep, and I'm in fact,
2: thinking. they're ice skates. They're their skates have been featured in all sorts of movies. They actually have like a little, um, like not museum exhibit, but like a little exhibit there that shows some of the movies that oh, their cool. skates. In fact, if you remember Castaway, Tom Hanks uh, knocks a tooth out with an ice skate. It's one of their ice skates.
0: <gasps> oh, how funny. That he
2: used to knock out his tooth.
0: Gosh, it just makes you think uh, about all really, the little but... parts of a movie or, you know. Yeah. But kind of fun whenever it. you see
2: a Minnesota connection, right? I think we actually had a Minnesota connection, I don't know, recently in a Super Bowl where somebody was making pieces for the halftime show. Oh, I wish I could remember off the top of my head what that was. It wasn't, it might have been costumes or something okay. for the halftime show. It wasn't last year. Anyway, moral of the story is Minnesotans love a good hometown connection story. And I thought that was fun. So if you miss that, we'll put it on our show links page and, um, Just quickly, Usher's uh, residency actually
1: wrapped up at Park MGM in December. So it is done. He's going
2: on a world tour this year. Well,
1: he'll be here in uh, November.
2: Okay, girl. Yes. Get your ticket. You'll be able to get cheaper tickets here than you will at a residency in Vegas. That's for sure. Yeah. Very cool. All right. When we come back, Dawn has a story after my own heart. And by heart, I mean stomach. Trash can nachos from Guy Fieri. She's got all the latest and tell us about it when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.